impossible has happened. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, they got him. They're coming the from the left. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. And now for our feature presentation. Balls Deep with Devin and Welcome back to another Balls Deep Pick'em. It's week 10. Uh, Giovanna and I, per usual, are going to go through and uh, cover three key matchups this week, uh, along with mentioning our upset pick of the week and our lock uh, pick of the week, which essentially is a guarantee on our end that they will come out on top with the W. Uh, but just to summarize what happened last week um, and weeks, you know, up leading up to this uh, <clears throat> week 10, Jovan last week finished four and one, uh, which brings his record overall record on uh, the season to 23 and 22. That boy finally, you know, he's over 500. How you feel? <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> I think I'm going to try to go for five and all this week, though, you know, try to start right. a little find that comeback. Now that I got 500, now I got to pass you. Now I got to finish the season with a better record. So. Oh, you, you know. still got a long way to go for that one. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but me last week, I finished uh, three and two on the week, uh, which brings my record for the entire season to 29 and 16. Uh, me and you both lost in uh, in that Seattle game against Buffalo. It, we, we said it was going to be a close game, but we didn't expect it, uh, Buffalo to come out striking uh, the way they did. Uh, as soon as they did it, at least. But then also my extra loss came in the battle of the Saints versus the Bucks, where the Bucks straight up got annihilated, uh, which helped you in your record because you doubled down on the Saints and uh, you lucky bitch. <laughs> 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 but uh, to bring it to week ten, all right. But to bring it to week ten, the first matchup that we're going to be covering is a close one. I think it might be uh, the game of the week. It's not necessarily game of the week, but I think it'll be probably the best game of the week. Um, it's Buffalo versus Arizona. Uh, like we said, Buffalo came out striking against uh, Seattle, which we know Seattle to be one of the top teams in the NFL at the moment. And Arizona, they they choked. They It was a close game against Miami, uh, and Miami came out on top winning by a field goal. So who do you have winning? Do, does Buffalo, you know, continue their streak, or does uh, – the Cardinals and Kyler Murray bounce back from that loss. Um, this is a really tough matchup to call. Um, like you said, potential game of the week. Um, but I'm kind of leaning towards Buffalo here. Um, simply because, like you said, I mean they're they're streaking. 
Um, they're looking like they found their groove again. Uh, Josh Allen obviously had a really great game um, against the not so uh, you know impressive Seattle defense. So obviously we'll have to see uh, how well he can do against the Cardinals. <clears throat> but ultimately, for me, I think um, you know I think they're going to continue to streak. I think they're uh, going to continue to uh, do what they did last week and, and refine themselves and. The Cardinals are a little bit iffy week in and week out, um, although they do have the top-ranked uh, offense. They're really good. Um, they can be streaky. Um, and like you said, they did choke last week. Um, but ultimately, I think it comes down to Buffalo's defense. Um, we saw the Cardinals obviously lose last week to Miami. And I know it's about matchups, not who's better. Um, but Buffalo did beat Miami barely by three points. Um, but I think Buffalo is going to beat uh, Arizona as well, um, just for the simple fact of that defense. And like I said, um, I think they have a lot tougher defense than Miami does. Um, so that defense against the top-ranked offense, and then not to mention, you know, like I said, the red-hot offense of, you know, the Buffalo Bills now. Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit too much. I think it's a very, very, very close game. Probably, honestly, a, a three-point game by the end of it. Um, but I got Buffalo just edging out. Yeah, like right before we recorded, I was telling you, like, I, I till this recorded, I, I do not know which team I'm going with in this game. Uh, this game can literally teeter one way or the other. You really just don't know. Um, but for me, it came down to, um, like, Kyler Murray's X Factor. Is Buffalo going to be able to stop Kyler Murray? Like, not so much with his arm, but more with his legs. Are they going to be able to contain him within the pocket? And I, I think it's going to be a shootout regardless. I think it's going to come down to which defense, you know, makes that necessary move, the necessary turnover to win the game. And like you mentioned, I trust uh, Buffalo's defense a little bit more than I do Arizona's defense, which is why I'm going to roll with uh, Buffalo. Um, I'm expecting big games out of both quarterbacks. And I happen to have both quarterbacks in our dynasty league. And, uh, I still don't know which, you know, quarterback to start, but um, I'm going to roll with uh, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. I think he's going to continue his hot streak. I think he started off the season hot, and he's starting to get that groove again, and I think they're going to continue that groove. I think they figured out their, their running uh, situation on offense. I know that was kind of what was lacking. Uh, but they seem to find a they seem to have found a balance between Zach Moss and Devin Singletary uh, to help Stephon Diggs and all the offensive weapons in the pass game as well. So Josh Allen, I'm picking you. Don't disappoint me. Uh, but I think Tre'Davious White is gonna he's not gonna stop uh, DeAndre Hopkins, but I think he'll slow him down just a, a little bit enough for them to you know come out on top. And that leads us to our second matchup, uh, which is a divisional game, and it's between uh, Seattle, which is the team Buffalo just beat, and uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, this should be one interesting game. Uh, they seem to have interesting games every time they meet up uh, since Sean McVay, you know, became head coach of the Rams. And uh, I know who I'm picking, but I'll let you. I'll, I'll let you go first. Who are you picking um. for this one? As much as I like, I, I like Seattle as a team. I hate to pick against them. It's hard to pick against them uh, because you know they're such a good team. But um, I'm gonna go with the Rams here, uh, mostly because of that Seattle defense. Um, it's really suspect. Uh, we know how good a defense the Rams have, obviously. 
Um, so they're more than capable of slowing down Russ and, uh, you know, uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, uh, the banged-up running backs uh, situation that Seattle currently has. So the defense on the Rams is more than capable of slowing them down. Um, but I don't – I think that, you know, I think that Seattle is going to uh, have a hard time, you know, slowing them down. Um, and usually, you know, what, what edges uh, Seattle out in these close games is the fact that their offense is able to outscore uh, regardless of how many, uh, you know, points their team, their defense gives up. I think that's going to be tough for them to do, uh, especially going up against a really solid defense like the Rams. So I'm going to have to pick the Rams in this one. All righty. So my pick is the Rams. <laughs> so I got a few things I got to say about this. So the Los Angeles Rams are 4-2 and two against the Seattle Seahawks since McVay took over. Uh, and in their last five games against, against them, the Rams have outscored the Seattle Seahawks 168 to 111. So that's a, a big number. And another one is in five of their six meetings, the Rams have scored at least 28 points against the Seahawks, with the only exception being in 2017, and they happened to lose that game. And then as the Seahawks are now currently 30th in points allowed and last in total defense, allowing 362 passing yards per game, uh, which is 51 yards more than any team in the Super Bowl era has allowed per game. So this defense is setting records. Historically bad. But they're just not not records in a good way. Like you said, his, they're historically bad. Um, and I think the streak of the 28 points will continue um, for the Rams. I think they'll score more than 28 points. Uh, and like Russell Wilson, he's going to do Russell Wilson things like last game. He, I think, threw like two interceptions, and you would expect him to have a bad game with how the game was going. But he was having a really good game, especially fantasy-wise. He was still producing good um, – uh, he still had a good product, uh, uh, production going on with what he was doing in the game. It just wasn't working out in Seattle's favor. And I think this game is going to, you know, be the same. I think he'll throw out some solid numbers, but it's not going to be enough – to overcome the what that defense is lacking. And I think Jalen Ramsey being on either DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett, most likely it's gonna be DK. More than DK yeah, yeah and, and then you're gonna you're gonna have uh, Aaron Donald putting pressure on Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is the is the one quarterback that he sacked the most out of his whole career compared to any other quarterback. So I'm expecting him to continue that and put pressure on on him. And if he's not sacking him, He's putting pressure on him enough for other people to get to him. And I'm expecting the Rams to come out on top. I do expect it to be a close game, though. So I'm not going to say it's going to be a blowout, but I, I have the Rams scoring more than 28 points, but winning probably by three or four points. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, um, but I don't think it's going to be really, really close, like down to the wire close. I think uh, the Rams will take it um, pretty comfortably. All right, all right. Uh, so with our last matchup, our key matchup of the week, it's actually the Monday night football game, I believe, uh, between the Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears. Uh, this is interesting because, you know, Bears started off strong in, in um, the season. Vikings didn't. And now they seem to be going in opposite directions. You, No one really knows what to expect from the Bears. But the, the Vikings seem to have found their groove. But again, 
Kirk Cousins is, is leading the charge. So you don't necessarily trust them enough. So for me, I'm going to trust his teammate a little bit more and um in Dalvin Cook. And that's why I'm gonna go with the Vikings. He's put on two strong performances past two weeks. Um I think he had four touchdowns in both games. Uh if not, he was pretty damn close uh to to repeating that. But He's been playing like he's the best running back in the league. Uh, uh, and it's kind of hard to, you know, argue that. I mean, he missed, he missed, I think, a game or two, and he's still leading the, the league in rushing yards, which is, it blows my mind. It really does blow my mind. He's a problem, and I don't expect the Bears to slow him down. I don't, I'm not expecting him to come out and score four touchdowns now, but I, I'm expecting him to have at least a two-touchdown performance um, and open up the passing game for his, his quarterback. I think it's gonna, he's going to make his quarterback's job a lot easier. Um, all Kirk Cousins has to do is maintain the turnovers, and we know how hard that is for him. So uh, I don't want to get my hopes up. But I don't want to say it's going to be a blowout either because the Bears can come out and surprise some folks. Like, just look what they did uh, against the Bucks. They came out, Nick Foles uh, performed under the lights. It's a primetime game. Nick Foles loves those games. I'm expecting it to be a close game, but I think Dalvin Cook is what's going to give him the edge because the Bears don't have a running game. David Montgomery can't do it himself. They, you could tell they missed Tariq Cohen uh, because it, it's it. Their offense is very predictable. Matt Nagy, I think it's it's him. I think this after this season he's done. Um, they brought him in to help Mr. Trubisky. We see how that went. That didn't go so well. Um, now Nick Foles is in there who knows the system or the Andy Reid system, which Nagy comes from, and he's even having issues uh, with the play calling. So I think he's done. I think the GM's done. I think after this season, there's going to be a clean sweep in Chicago, and there's going to be a new quarterback in Chicago too. We don't know who it is, whether he's going to come through the draft or free agency, but uh, I think they need a fresh start. And it's going to start with uh, Minnesota beating them. And I think it's the beginning of the end for the Bears. Yeah, um, I, got the, I got the Vikings winning this one uh, easily, honestly. Um, with the Vikings really, um, as much as, you know, Kirk Cousins has struggled, uh, their problem was really has really been their defense. Um, uh, and lucky for them, they're facing a team this week that can't get going offensively. Um because like you said, um, you know, none of their quarterbacks, Nick Foles, Mitch Trubisky, can find any kind of groove. Um, the running game is struggling because, David, like you said, David Montgomery can't do it by himself. He's missing Tariq Cohen. But at the same time, um, even now, his health is in question this week so far because he's in concussion protocol. So uh, as far as him playing, we're not even sure that's going to happen yet. And um, on the Vikings end of things, like I said, Offensively, Bears can't get anything going. I think their defense will, you know, be able to at least handle things. Um, and on the flip side of it, uh, Dalvin Cook is practically carrying the team on his back right now. Um, practically, he is. That, he that, is. I mean, he, he's he's the best player on their team, one of the best players in the league currently right now, the best running back in the league currently. Um, and last two weeks, he's looked spectacular uh, coming back from injury. I uh, expect him to continue to do that this week. 
Um, and like you said, um, make it a lot easier to throw the ball for, you know, Kirk Cousins as he has these past few weeks because Kirk Cousins isn't really having to, I believe they said he didn't even throw more than 20 attempts in either the last two games. Uh, with the way that Dalvin Cook's been running, he really hasn't, you know, had to. Um, so I expect really just the same thing to continue. Yeah, I'm I'm expecting the Vikings to come out on top. If they don't, like I said, Nick Foles loves his primetime games. So if that's the case, that's the case. But we're both rolling with the Vikings. We're both rolling with the Rams. We're both rolling with the Bills. So if we got the same three games there, it comes down to the lock and the upset picks of the week. We're going with... The upset pick of the week first, or you want to leave that for last? Uh, we can go with the upset. All right. So, um, so the upset pick of the week, on my end, I'm going with the Washington football team against the Detroit Lions. And, hey, Matt, Alex Smith looked very well against that Giants defense in the second half of the game. And I think that's because he finally got his groove going. He um he knocked the rust off a little. I mean the Giants defense is one of the best in the league, statistically. Statistically, they're one of the best in t- uh, defenses in the league. So Detroit does not have a defense that bars anything to what the Giants have, um, and that's why I'm going to go with the Washington football team. I'm in Alex Smith. We trust. I think Alex Smith, Jerry, Jerry McLaurin, they're gonna, you know. Create that chemistry like they were doing in the second half of the game. Sims is the the X factor. Uh, he was making big catches against the Giants last week. I'm expecting him to continue that as well, being that all eyes are going to be on Terry McLaurin, J.D. McKissick. Alex Smith loves his dick and dunk passes. And, you know, you, we've seen what was happening. He kept getting open last week. And then you have Antonio Gibson, who still pr- has a promising feature. I think that offense is... Good is gonna is under good hands on with Alex Smith. That defense, as long as they can put pressure on Matthew Stafford early, which they were unable to do with Daniel Jones in the first half, I think they'll come out on top because putting pressure on the quarterback, the opposing quarterback, like they did in the second half of that game last week, created some problems because if it wasn't for you know the defensive, the secondary dropping some pat um, interceptions, they would have had turnovers, but. They just gotta, you know, secure the bag. So Chase Young, I think it's gonna be on Matthew uh, Matthew Stafford's ass, uh, along with the rest of those first rounders on that defensive line. And Washington football team is gonna get the win this week. I picked them. I think was it week one, and they won. And I'm gonna be two and zero after this week because they're gonna beat the Detroit Lions. Interesting. Uh, my half set for this week is the Giants against the Eagles. Um, I've tried to avoid picking the Giants uh, <laughs> most of the season, uh, considering they've let me down uh, far too often. Um, but I'm going to go with them uh, this week, uh, simply based off the fact that they look like a really good football team. Um, they look like a team that could be a lot better than two wins right now. Um, more specifically, that defense has played, you know, lights out. Um, and, you know, if, if, if it, if it were Daniel Jones and he were, you know, limiting the turnovers like he did, you know, the past few weeks, um, we'd be winning a lot more for, or the past week. 
We'd be winning a lot more football games, I believe. Uh, we yeah, even, we should be. We should have at least five yeah, wins. We had a great opportunity to uh, beat the Eagles last last uh, matchup. Obviously, it came down to the Evan Ingram drop. Um, so I think this time we are gonna come out swinging like we did last time. I think this time we finished the job. Um, we've looked better, a lot better, more recently. Uh, obviously, like I said, Daniel Jones uh, limited turnovers last game, so hopefully he can continue doing that. Um, overall, like I said, this team is a lot better than a, a two-win team. I mean, they've showed it. They've played great against some teams that, you know, they shouldn't have and nobody gave them a chance. So uh, I got the Giants sure. getting this one this time. Giants should easily have, like I said, five wins. They they have six games, six losses that were single digits or four points or less. So my that thing they is, gave away, not you know, yeah. not mentioned. It wasn't like the other opposing team did anything to. Yeah, you know. the Giants against the Bucks, they should have won that game. They 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 gave that up. The Eagles, they gave that up. That should have that should have been an easy win. The the Cowboys, that should have been a win, uh, especially with Prescott going down. Um, and the Bears, yes, they were fighting from behind, but they were in the red zone. They were right there, and they and they gave that up, uh, far too uh, far too easily. I mean, I think if they came out uh, a little bit stronger that game, that could have been an easy win. And I and with this division still being up in the air, the Giants with that defense still being one of the best in the league statistically, I think they can easily take that division. Uh, even though I don't think anyone in the division deserves to make the playoffs the way they've been performing, but yeah. Yes, but I think if the Giants turn around on offense like they did last week and, you know, not – they need to learn not to let the teams back into the game because last week they should not have won by three. They should have won by a lot more, um, but they like to, I don't know, create, you know, that nervousness and that uh, that atmosphere that puts fans on edge because it's uncalled for, and I, I think – they just need to maintain a lead and keep their foot on the gas. Don't take the foot off, and they'll be able to get these victories uh, to come out on top. Not only this Sunday, but on top of the division. So that leads us to our last pick of the um, the week, and that's our upset pick of the week. Um, I think you went first for the first three, and, and I'm gonna finish it off going first. Um, my my lock pick of the week isn't so much of a lock on paper, but I'm going with. The Miami Dolphins against the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, it's a battle of the rookies, Tua versus Herbert. I think it should be a great game. I think it's going to come down to the wire. I'm not saying it, Miami's going to win um, by a landslide, nothing. I'm just picking them to win. And, uh, and the reason why, the Chargers can't they're, – they're just like the Giants. They can't seem to, you know, finish the job, and that's the issue. Uh, last week – they, Herbert threw two great passes in the red zone, and they were unable to come out on top against the Raiders, uh, thankfully, because I think I picked the Raiders to win. Anyways, but <laughs> <laughs> so I'm picking the Dolphins. Tua looked very impressive last week um, against the Cardinals in comparison to his debut against the Rams. The Chargers have a good defense, but Bosa's out. Bosa's not playing, and that's their main pass rusher. Yes, they have Melvin Ingram, but Tua... He got his legs, and I think that's what's going to come in to the Dolphins' advantage this week. And um, that defense, that defense puts pressure on quarterbacks, and that secondary isn't a team that you could just run all over. I think the Dolphins are going to come out on top. Tua just needs to limit his turnovers, which he's known to do. And Herbert, 
is this going to come out doing what he's done all season? It's going to be a high-scoring game, I think. But, the year, offensive rookie of the year right there. Yeah. So, uh, I'm picking the Dolphins. I think I'm a believer in Tua. I'm a believer in the Dolphins. I, they seem to be turning things around. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Uh, they, their schedule moving forward is pretty light. And um, I, that everyone was – that switch – between Fish Magic and Tua was contra- was controversial because Fish Patrick was playing a really good he had a really good season going on but I think Tua gives them that edge that edge that spark that they need to you know get over the hump because you know with Fish Magic that magic dies down and Tua I think gives them what they need moving forward to become not only a playoff team but a Super Bowl team I'm not saying they're a Super Bowl team this year but they're definitely a playoff team um. So I'm sorry to do this to you, Devin, but my lock pick of the week is the Lions. Ah! <laughs> so you will be going one and one on that Redskins upset. <laughs> um, but ultimately, uh, like you said, uh, I think I think that the Lions are a lot better than the three and five team. But it really is kind of that defense uh, that's holding them back um, as of right now. Um, but I do think that this game will be a shootout because of that. I think that um, I think that the the Redskins obviously is more than capable of putting up points against uh, a good defense like we saw against the Giants last week, but also you know against a team like the Lions that doesn't have a good defense. I think they'll be more than capable of putting up points. Uh, but when it comes to that Lions offense, as much as I would love to uh, you know have my boy you know terrorize that offensive line, I. I think that offense is just way too talented. I mean, Matthew Stafford at quarterback, uh, DeAndre Swift, De- Danny Amendola, Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, TJ Hawkinson. I, I mean, the list goes on and on. I think they have a really talented offense. Uh, I think it's going to be a shootout, and I'm just more confident in the Lions offense than I am the Redskins, uh, especially because we saw, you know, the Redskins get opportunities to come back last week against the Giants, and uh, they gave the ball up twice at the end of the game. So, like I said, I, have a, I just have a lot more confidence in the offense of the Redskins than I do, I mean, of the, in the offense of the Lions than I do the Redskins, and I think ultimately uh, it will be a, a pretty high-scoring game. I got the Lions edging them out in this one. Um, I'm sorry to break it to you, but Kelly Galladay's out. Doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Like so I said, the list goes on and on. We'll come out on top. Doesn't <laughs> So I see what you did there, but it ain't gonna work. All right, you ain't going five and zero this week. You might go three and zero in the main games, but the last two games is you 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 going one and one. You going one and one. You going three and two. The Giants is winning. You you go you go four and one. I'm gonna go five and zero this week. You go three and two. I'm going five and zero. You know, I'm 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 coming for you, bro. You're not coming for me, bro. You're going to have a bad second half of this season with the pick Six weeks behind. You know how many – there's only six – there's only and seven weeks left. Go three and two this week and two and three next week, and I go five and no two straight weeks. I don't want to hear nothing about it. I'm just letting you know. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. Um, but that's all we got for you guys this week. Appreciate you guys for tuning in per usual. Um, if you're, you know – New to the channel, make sure to hit that follow button, uh, subscribe, hit that notification bell on, on down low below. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, 
um, just just check out the description. There's there's links down below. Uh, we're available pretty much everywhere. Uh, so that's where you'll you know ultimately stay updated with us. Um, and go check out our our most recent episode. It just dropped. It just dropped. Uh, we got some news. We talked about some college football that happened last weekend. Um, some MLB and and being news or some rumors, you know, speculating going on. And um, if you're a big time gamer, go check out our guys over at the Expansion Pack Podcast. They know their stuff. I trust their I trust their knowledge. I I enjoy it. I hey, they're pretty fucking hilarious. Funny, and uh, every it's definitely a comedy show every time watching uh watching them each and every week. But they know their stuff. I'm not a big time gamer, so I rely on them heavily in terms of their knowledge. But I say just go check them out. Um, and I don't know. I have nothing else to say. Do you have anything else to say? I mean, like you said, just uh, go give our you know go give our boys a follow. Uh, you know, watch their stuff. They are hilarious. Uh, they do know their stuff. Whether you know your stuff or not, uh, they're fun to watch. Um, they keep the conversations really interesting. Um, a lot of different insights from a lot of, you know, a lot of different opinions from uh, the three of them. So, uh, you know, like I, like he said, go give them a follow, like, subscribe to them as well. Um, and thanks for rocking with us. So, per usual, we'll see you next time. Peace. You're talking about balls deep. I'm talking about balls deep. We're talking about balls deep in love. I'm talking about balls deep. My boy's talking about balls deep. We're talking about balls deep in love. Yo, what's up, everybody? King Triple C here, the Olympic champ. The flyweight champ and the bantamweight champion of the world. In other words, the GOAT. The greatest of all time. Meh. That's right. Anyhow, I want to give a special shout out to Devin and Jovan. I know you guys have started your podcast, Balls Deep, with Devin and Jovan. I want to congratulate you guys. And I want to tell everybody that's out there that doesn't know about them. So you guys follow them. Subscribe to them and you guys make sure to follow them on all your social media platforms because if you don't, you guys can bend knee to triple C.